0: Live from Brooklyn, New York, this is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. Gentlemen, welcome to another edition, a special edition, a surprise edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sather, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. I am your host, Armand Sather, head honcho, vegan chorizo poppy, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers. It is my last days as a 26-year-old. i four, asterisk. I'll explain it Saturday if, if you're with us. Um, but yeah, exciting times for the boy. It's hot outside um but it's, it's good to be back it's been like two months since we t- since we took our off-season break um the break's been good but um there's there's certain things that we got to come together to discuss so make sure that you hit that subscribe button on our youtube hit, that, hit the youtube channel send it to a friend of course we got a shout out uh nick is here he's not on the mic but he's here he's here um e- executive producing only a- as he does at the highest of levels um of course we got a shout out kieran vp of everything the man you cannot see but you can Feel Shavonda Shields, Aaliyah Simone, our team members, and um, yeah, I think that's about it for my shout out. It's been two months, I forgot my routine, <laughs> but we are here, like I said, to discuss um, Honestly Never Mind by Drake, um, the album dropped this past Friday, we got 14 records, uh, the sole feature on the album is 21 Savage, um, some background, I was talking my boy, you know inside inside source and he told me a few weeks ago, yo, Drake's recording a video, probably got a tape coming soon, the internet started to catch wind of it and you know, I've been feeling for a while, ever since he withdrew his Grammy nominations for a Certified lover Boy. I, I can't verify this, I don't really have anything to like, be like, oh yeah, like this is what it is, but I just felt like he was dissatisfied with it in some way, perhaps the perception of it, perhaps the fact that it wasn't nominated for overall album of the year like there was just some feeling within me and he he often moves away from his projects really fast after they drop like i'll give you a video on album release day he might give you another video but the way like it feels like there's no attachment to clb was something that i really really paid attention to and it just had the wheels turning in my head so you know i he he announces the 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 project honestly never mind on Thursday, it was like 3 p.m. Maybe he gave us like nine hours to get ready. And I was split on it. I, I'm always going to be happy for new Drake music. Like always. That just goes without saying. The fan in me, the, the critic in me, the journalist in me, the person who tries to be as objective as possible. I was like, this is really soon after CLB, which is still doing very well um, for itself, you know, streaming well, constant conversations about it on on the Internet among the people um obviously a commercial success so it's like it's a little too soon but then it's also like perhaps he's trying to shift the narrative and get people to stop you know not not stop paying attention to clb but just like get something new on, on people's minds um and some conversations i had with people about the project some other insiders they were like yo this is this is different for him you know this is gonna be summer bop so i was like are we about to get like a a full dancehall album like what like where where are we going here what does that mean so of course I was anticipating hearing it and it goes without saying like on every project Drake pushes the envelope in some way maybe not for the entirety of it but he pushes the envelope in some way but there's that conversation about him not taking risks and for this project to be labeled by people like yo this is summer bops I was like there's a, there's a couple of different directions he can go with that, but him doing a full project within any other genre is is, is a risk, so I was looking uh, forward to it um, in that way, and I think at his current place in his career, he's been solidified for a while already. Like, you could maybe call him a legacy act, I, I don't know, like, that's that's a conversation maybe for another day, but he's solidified, he's gotten so much equity in the game, like, one of the greatest artists, uh, great, greatest artists ever, record breaker, all that. Like, there's He doesn't need to prove anything to me in a way, but there are people who do feel like he has something to prove still. They want the full rap project. They want you know, storytelling, and wow. I would like some storytelling too, concept album, things like that. So there are different benchmarks that he could still hit. I don't need him to, but it is cool to see him try to do that. Um, so midnight hits. I didn't listen right at midnight because I was working the uh, night shift. Up Rock, shout out to the gang. Um, so I had to finish up, and obviously on a Drake release night, you got all these articles to get out. Like it, it just it just shakes up everything. So on top of covering the album, I had to cover a bunch of other stuff. So I didn't get to the album until like one one thirty. But knowing that new Drake music was coming, I immediately opened the uh, Drizzly app and I had to order some claws. So I was I was sipping. I was I was getting I was getting ready. I was getting myself prepared for it. Um, and then you press play, you know, you, you, you hear the intro, it's a short intro, but it's like, okay, you, you immediately know, like, all right, this is, this is different. Like th- this music that he's making is different. you get into falling back. Admittedly for me, falling back was kind of meh at first. I like the video a lot. The video is funny. I think him marrying like 23 women and having his mom act in the music video is like some of the sickest shit I've ever seen him do. Like p- pure sicko, but hilarious, like hilarious hookah at his wedding, like, his mom is like oh I, I i think that this is the one for him it's, it's just it's fun and his music videos they've come such a long way if you remember that over video you remember his early videos my goodness it's like bro how, how is this he he's an actor he's got all the money in the world and like I, I gotta really think when he put together his first good music video because they they were they were blackluster for a while admittedly um but yeah falling back was kind of mad for me that run from texco green to a keeper is that is the the peak of the project for me and so so to get that peak early um it's it, it was uh i was like oh all right like we're we're in for something special a keeper is is my favorite song on the album right now um i just think him telling a woman i found a new muse that's bad news for you why would i keep you around sick like just pure 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 sick <laughs> and it's like even within this new arena this 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 genre of music that he's experimenting in, he's still maintaining the authenticity of his lyrics and you know just being jaded and it's like you know people talk about yo this man is like 34 and he's still talking about women as if he's a heartbroken high schooler it's like i mean like that's who he is like I'm, i'm not really expecting anything different at that point doesn't necessarily mean it's bad though um admittedly on my initial listen the project got rough for me at, uh, calling my name sticky and massive um and this is something that i'm going to get into a little bit later with the production but the production on this project overall is like fantastic the problem is and we all know this i don't think anyone would call drake a powerhouse vocalist an incredible singer like he is passable you know he he gets the job done and on his typical slower records he's kind of able to hide his deficiencies in singing on these really upbeat joints where he's competing with just immersive, very layered production. And, you know, so you love that, but then you hear him singing and it's like, ah, oh, like so someone tweeted, yo, if like Majid Jordan or someone had these records, like people would be calling this project fire because they're stronger vocalists. And there's definitely some merit to that. Again, not that it's bad, but it's just when, when, when you know what it could be, if the, 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 the vocals match the production, it's kind of like, eh. So, Calling My Name, Sticky, Massive, got, you know, got, it was, they were just a little busy to me, like, kind of a little all over the place. Um, Flights Booked, I, I really like, uh, that's, that's great. Overdrive, I really don't care for at all. Um, again, not a not a bad song, production is cool, there, there's just nothing there that really sticks out to me. Um, Tie That Binds is another instance of where the production is fantastic. Um, but I, I haven't been able to press the, the like button on Spotify on that song because the singing drags it down for me. Um, and you know, that's, that's tough. Like if, if I'm out and I hear it, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna like it a lot. But, um, it, it, it was just like, ah, man, I, I want to like this song. Like I, I really want to like this song and I can't bring myself to do that as an honest listener and crit- critic of music, even if I am, you know. Signed to OVO. Um, so, and then you kind of get into the the last two songs, which are the, it's the quintessential Drake R&B joint. I, I did like, um, I forget the word for it, like the, the way that the vocals were, uh, what, what's the word? It's really, I don't know. But regardless, like, Liability is, is the standard Drake, slow, ballad, love type song, R&B song that y- he has to give to those people who would be like, Yo, oh, yeah, it was cool, but there wasn't a jungle on here. There wasn't a there wasn't like a, a parallel to one of those songs. So it's fan service in a way. Um and the whole fan service conversation is interesting because it's like you do want to please your fans. You don't want to like stay safe or stay too comfortable. You know, you should challenge your your listeners. And I think this project did challenge a lot of his listeners. I think that's why a lot of them didn't like it, because a lot of them don't listen to this type of music. But, um, well, I is good though. That's, that's one of my favorite songs on the project. And then Jimmy cooks with 21 Savage, uh, the, the, only, um, the only feature Drake and 21 good, great together. We got sneaking, we got uh Mr. Right now we got knife talk. And now we got, um, Jimmy cooks to add to, to that mix. I think 21 Savage absolutely spazzed on this. Like he, he's, he's been on a really good feature run lately. Absolutely. Um, take Keith production. Fantastic. Love a good beat switch. Um, and yeah, that's another type of record that Drake had to give to his listeners. Like, people would have been upset if people probably wanted more rap on this. And I'm kind of people because when you look at some of these beats and his his versatility in the types of beats that he could rap on, it, had he rapped on some of these beats instead of singing, like if he rap and he, he's rapping on Sticky, like he's rapping on Sticky, and that's why Sticky is has grown on me a bit. But um. You know, if he rapped on like massive or overdrive, maybe like you know we we could be having a different conversation about this project, but it kind of gets a little linear in a way because a lot of the beats are I'm not saying they're exactly the same, but if you were to listen to this project without looking at the track list, it would probably be a little difficult for you to pick out. Certain things like oh that that's that song that I really like that's that song that I really like because some of them kind of do blend blend in together a little bit which you know it is what it is and that's that's a that's a plus and a minus because I think sequentially this is one of Drake's best sequenced albums you know you look at uh Views for example I don't really like the sequencing of Views I hated the sequencing on CLB it kind of feels like they just be just putting putting they just be putting stuff there like that there, there's not necessarily that much intention to it more life showed like yo. When you when you actually like think about this stuff and you you know you loop different songs together you know you have the beat from the next song at the end of the first it like it just it just flows a lot better and I think this project flowed extremely well which was which was a plus for it um, so yeah my favorite songs are a keeper downhill is great I didn't talk about downhill I think downhill is really great I think that's one one song where um, the, the vocals actually did did you know did what they needed to do in 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 uh in cohesion with with the production um, liability i talked about flights book i talked about texco green i talked about um but you look at the internet discourse on this project and it, it's been nasty <laughs> it's been nasty <laughs> you know there's there's one side of the of the internet that is like yo y'all you just don't listen to this type of music so like that's why you don't like it and i, I talked about this on the episode where um Savon and alex came on I hate when people tell people why they don't like something or why they like something like, no, <laughs> like, do you, you're not going to tell me what, like also how, how do you know someone else's music listening habits? Like perhaps if they start to like really try to get analytical and you could tell they don't know what they're talking about. Sure. Then, then you could kind of die on that hill, but you don't know these people on the internet. So <laughs> to tell someone why they like or dislike something, that's just really, really weird to me. Now I did have some conversations in, in, in my OVO chat where, um, some of the complaints, I agreed with the people who were like, "Yo, yeah, all don't listen to this music." And to, to give y'all a little personal tidbit from me, um, in high school, you know, during like that like era where everyone was taking Molly and everyone was going to raves and EDM shows and all that, a lot of my friends were playing, you know, house and techno and EDM and all that type of stuff. So it's something I'm familiar with, and it's something that I actually like. There's that one song, um, "Don't You Worry, Don't You Worry, Child." See, heaven's got a plan for you like this isn't is, you know, that that's really good music and i think that's the refreshing part of this project too is like drake could have given us another clb which would have okay like it, it, it could have been cool but then it's like you know these these whole formulaic talks that y'all are having I'm, I'm 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 with that i'm with that but um it, it's it's just refreshing that someone like him knowing what he's given us you know previously is willing to fully lean into you know, what this project is and fully lean in terms of the commitment of not just being like, I'm going to give y'all 10 rap songs and then two of these. Like The majority of this project is dance music. With that, some things that I think this project could have benefited from, features, uh, other features. I would have loved to hear a woman singing on some of these beats. Like, you could, you could grab... You could grab. I'm trying to think who off the top of my head. Mariba, I think Mariba has has a really good voice that 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 would be cool on this project. Grab. Um, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. It's really bothering me, but I think having some women on here or just having people who are within the genre who do this primarily, you know, K Tronata came up a lot this uh, this weekend. Yeah, I mean that's that's a layup like that. That just goes without saying. Like Drake can make a call to anybody and that's i think that's the frustrating part for a lot of people is that he can make the call to anybody but he doesn't make the call to anybody and i, I admire his desire to be a one man show essentially but again when you know how great the music could be if different things if things were done differently it's like ah, like so that's why you know this whole weekend when people have asked me about the project i'm like i Almost really like it. There's like six songs for me that are just I- impeccable, and then it's other things where you know, as as the critiques that I've given, you know, you should have rapped here, singing wasn't good enough here, feature here, things like that. Um, and I think that's important. You know, I, I think we get into these these, these Stan wars and these anti Stan wars so often, where people are defending Drake more than they're defending the actual music, which is a really important distinction to make because yes I'm, I'm i try not to do it as much these days you know i really am trying to be more of a responsible and honest critic and i've always been honest but uh, yeah uh, yeah i've always been honest. <laughs> but but um you know at, at the same time it's like let's let, let's keep the conversation on honestly never mind like let's let's just keep it on that and let's let's critique the music for yourself even if you're not a house music fan if you don't like the album then that's fine like i i got no reason to to argue with you and get emotionally invested in this if you just don't like the, the songs. On top of assuming, you know, why someone doesn't like it. Like, that's just weird to me. So, the internet discourse was very nasty. Especially after Beyonce dropped Break Your Soul. People was like, see, I like this Beyonce song, but but not the Drake song. And it's like, people, Beyonce is a generational vocalist. Her ability to outshine the sonics of the song compared to Drake, who... Sometimes got drowned in the production of his song. It's like this is not even worth a comparison. And also, I think the instrumentation on Break Your Soul is probably better than most of Honestly Nevermind. Like if, if we're really keeping it a buck, but you gotta look at the people who were involved with Break Your Soul. We got The Dream was working on that, Big Fredio was working on that, Hull of contributed some writing to that, like a, a bunch of different people that were brought together to essentially do this type of music. At like doing doing the the due diligence for it. Not that Drake didn't do his due due diligence. I, I think that he's he's a man who likes a lot of music, and and that's very clear. Like I, you know, I was convinced like if this man like went to Ibiza and like took a pill, like and was just like caught up in a vibe at a club because it's no way he he was leaving his little. Uh, his basketball league in his house, and then going to the studio and being like, "Yeah, nah, nah, p- p- play that beat so I can make a keeper." Like, there's no way you you're winning a championship in your house and going back and making that. Like, that I I just don't believe that. So there there was some inspiration that he got to to do this, and and it's amazing. And we talk all the time about how like you know he can do he he can do anything, but there's doing anything, and then there's doing anything at at its its highest level. Um, and I think you know. Having Majid Jordan in his camp and not using them on this like that—that's just an obvious layup. You know, you hear division. Division got the record with um, Majid. My imagination—I think that they could have done some stuff on here. Again, he can call anybody he wants, and you know, that's always a big conversation on on social media. Is like features, features. Like you know, I want this person to work with this person, and you know, looking back over his albums, like I'm—I—I I can't really say. I've been disappointed by a lack of anyone. Um, I, I would like to see him work with more women for sure. Like, and I I just think like, you know, the way his his R and B records are. Like when him, 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 and Summer Walker did Girls Need Love, I th- I thought that was great. I'm like, yo, Drake should work with more women. Um, but on this product, it's like that is one of the most glaring things. It's like you have you you have the opportunity to really, really shake things up like you know if we go see him on tour and he does this it'll be cool enjoyable but you see him on stage with calvin harris or diplo or um uh, armin van buren or like i can go on and on with these names because i was i was deep in these ed- house music edm streets but um yeah like that i i think that is the thing that's kind of holding this project back a little bit. I'm I'm interested in where this product is going to stand in terms of his legacy because I think the taking risks conversation is kind of quieted for now. But the the level of the risk, it's like you know, yo, you put KTR on a record, you, you might get outshined, and that's okay. And I and I don't think Drake is ever is is afraid of being outshined on a record. But it's just knowing how far you can. Really, really take it with your platform, your ability, or with your vision. Like, like this, this this is genius. Like the 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 idea of it and doing it was genius because you know there's been the whole conversation about black music and how it's been reclaimed this weekend after Drake's you know Drake's album and Beyonce's. Nah, well we always had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just not really listening. And also, I think. Americans have to understand, like, our music taste is not the only important music taste. Like, the, the, this is stuff that is more so probably intended to be bigger globally. Like, I, I, I think Drake is always thinking much bigger than the United States. And he's also from Canada, too. Um, and so, you know, it, it's, it's become very clear this weekend that a lot of us don't really know our history. A lot of us don't really know, like, people will say, oh, like, we started everything. We started every genre. This is ours. And then turn around and be like, oh, it's been reclaimed, or, oh, like, this isn't being done. Like, he's out here changing the game. Nah, (laughs) the game hasn't been changed. The game has just been put on a bigger pedestal that you're familiar with. But this music is out here. There's a lot of good music within this lane that, you know, if, if you're not familiar with, I strongly encourage doing so. But to kind of get into to be to be like turning your nose up at people and getting all like snobby and snooty about this stuff, like I, it's just not it's not worth it, and and it's also and and it's misguided too. It's it's completely misguided. Um, so you know, I I really am interested in in like five years what the conversation is going to be about this because there are people saying this is the best music he's ever made some people saying this is the worst music he's ever made. and it's it's Like, right? if you if you were to put it polarizing in the dictionary like his his face would be right there because and i was thinking about this last night too because the the reactions to the beyonce record like it's been positive but there's some negative stuff to it too and i'm just like you know it it's it's kind of scary chasing greatness but knowing when you hit a certain level of greatness people are just not gonna be satisfied and you can't please everyone but it just feels like there's this, there's this like people are just like holding back from allowing themselves to just experience something new and something different. And again, that's not me saying you gotta like. I do not care <laughs> if, if if you like it, awesome. If you don't like it, also awesome. That is fine. I'm I'm not here to uh, wear my OVO cape within that regard because you know music is subjective. We like what we like. But the conversation has really been, um, it's 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 nasty one um it's very telling um it's very reductive too um it's not it's not respecting the people who have done this before these two very you know large acts and maybe just don 't have the same platform as them um so yeah that's been like probably one of the most un unsettling things for me like it's 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 honestly been exhausting like i was well, we were in one of our group chats talking about the album and then I was like, "Okay, can we like talk about meek or something? Like let's talk about something else because the, the Drake discourse is, it's, it, it, it's tiring. It's, it's very tiring. And I'm the person and I appreciate everyone who does this. I'm the person who, when Drake drops texts <laughs> mentions on Twitter, all that people are asking me my perspective on it. And, um, and I did have some really good conversations about it. Yao called me on Sunday. We talked about it for like 15 minutes. I talked about it. Obviously me, Mike, Kwani, um, you know a, a bunch of people it's, it's drake like when drake drops it's going to be a major topic of conversation um but i think that this is a really interesting experience and a, an interesting moment for us also there are people saying oh so now everybody making house music we got 13 house songs from two artists over the course of like four days and you're generalizing it to everybody's making house music now. Now, do I think a lot of, more artists are going to do this? Absolutely. Tory Lanez definitely to called Diplo on Saturday. Um, you know, I, and but that's awesome to me because why limit talented people? Like why 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 do we want people in these boxes? I, I understand the whole "if it ain't broke, don't fix it" thing, but it's it's broke for some of y'all. So maybe you should try something new. <laughs> um. But um yeah I I think this is a really really dope moment for for the culture. I think a lot of people who may say that they listen to a lot of music but only listen to hip hop and R&B are are kind of being forced now to do so and I hope that you know it leads them to obviously listen to honestly Nevermind but then go and listen to some of the like you know people who have been doing this for for a very long time pioneers like black and and outside of you know black artists too because there, there's some really good stuff on on the other side from there um so yeah overall you know i i i'm still standing on the i almost really like it hill um i think that i cannot wait to be at my party and a keeper plays and downhill plays when, you know things start to wind down the liability plays um and i i, I think that i think that it's really dope like when now we're going to be having song of the summer conversations and we're realistically going to have to consider house music you know it's not just going to be the you know, the, the hip-hop and r&b with the cool soul sample it's not just going to be like that crazy you know trap track like I, I think that this is going to force us to really um embrace embrace differences within music music is beautiful there's so much out here that is dope that is, it's kind of untapped for for you know the 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 pundits on social media um so you know if anything i think th- this al- it's obviously an album it's music but it's also kind of like a case study on where we stand um as as a culture right now and you know just the different narratives flying by and the and the the war it's created among people and so yeah i'm um Overall I'm 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 happy with it. Um I if I were and <laughs> funny too, people were talking about how the the weekend let us know what everyone like, let us know what like this year is gonna be about. I don't really I wouldn't say the Don FM and honestly nevermind are like that similar. I I I think it's a little different. And if you know, if I were to keep it a buck here, um obviously the project only came out like a few days ago. I still like Don FM better personally. And I I I think The Weeknd's a better singer. I think that the peaks of that project like Gasoline, Out of Time, um the the joint with uh, Tyler, here we go again. Like I think I think the highs on Don FM are higher for me, for me. Um so I I don't even really get why that is a conversation. Um but yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to how things unfold over time. Who's going to be next? To step up to the plate and enter their name into the "I'm making house music, uh, dance music" type stuff, and um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers my thoughts on. Honestly, never mind. Um, so yeah, it's good to be back for sure. Uh, I cannot say wh- when I'll be back next. You know, maybe we'll get a surprise album from if Frank Ocean pops out. Yeah, I got, I got, I got. Um, but for now, hope you all enjoy this this review again. Make sure that you subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. If you are new to the busyverse, then you should go back and listen. We had a phenomenal season three. If you want to go back to season two, do that. If you want to go back to season one, do that too. And you can see the full progression. Um, but yeah, this has been my honestly never mind review reaction response to the internet uh fanfare and critique of it. And kind of what I'm looking forward to as a result of all of this. So, enjoy. Thank you again for listening and viewing and sharing and subscribing and supporting. And always make sure that you stay safe, stay humble, and of course. Tell a friend, busy over everything. Over every day. Busy boys, gotta call now. Ain't you heard? Ain't you heard? Got the vibes. They put you on. You want. Got the slides. Got the slice. I'm, the source. I'm the size. Hunting dog? No, you hold it down. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feel? World staying busy. Yeah.